Hi, I'm TJ Thomas, and this is Therapy Thursday, a weekly collection of easy, approachable, bite-sized tips to help your mental wellness journey. As a clinical therapist, I've spent thousands of hours working with clients, and now I want to bring the therapy love to all of you. Let's go. Hello everyone and welcome back to Therapy Thursday. Today we're gonna to be talking about three specific steps to challenging your thoughts. So I've had a lot of questions about this. Uh, people reaching out saying that they understand that circumstances are neutral and that their thoughts are creating their feelings, their actions, and their results. But how do you control your thoughts? Like what specific things do you do? Because it seems really hard sometimes to be able to actually stop yourself think about your thoughts, do what we call metacognition, and start to try to control them, figure out how do you actually do that. It's something that sounds good in theory and makes sense, but it can be hard to put into practice. So today we're talking about exactly that with three really specific steps, and it has a nice fun little acronym to help you remember it. So when we're working on challenging our thoughts, practicing, you know, getting these under control and seeing what's real and what's not, is I want us to check our ego. E-G-O. So as we're explaining this, I'm just gonna use a really basic example of, let's say I'm having the thought that someone doesn't like me and this is really stressing me out because I'm worried about why don't they like me or you know, what if I run into them? Is it gonna be awkward? What if I have to do something with that? You know, Whatever's going on in your head that's freaking you out because you think someone doesn't like you. So we're gonna check our ego. First with the E, evidence. Is there evidence to support this thought? Do I have any proof whatsoever that this person doesn't like me? Have they ever said anything about not liking me? Have they ever acted towards me in a way of not liking me? If not, it is just purely my own fears, anxieties, insecurities that is creating this. And that's okay, we can just recognize that there isn't actually proof of this. There's no evidence of this, I am making this up. I found that a lot of the times, both for my clients and doing this work for myself, there's a lot of stuff that's just in our heads and it's just made up. That it doesn't actually exist out in the real world, but I've convinced myself that it does. But when I stop to think about it, there's no evidence for it. This can happen maybe in a relationship. You're worried that maybe someone's done something dishonest or bad against you. Okay, well, is there any evidence that they're the kind of person even that would do that in the first place? Is there any evidence that they even have done that? Or is this just purely in our heads? Maybe it's about yourself. Maybe you're thinking that you're gonna be failing this big opportunity that's coming up and you're just gonna mess it up and you can't do it. Okay, well, is there evidence of that? Let's just start there. Have you messed up similar situations in the past? Have you not prepared? What proof is there that this thing is gonna happen or that this thing is real. A lot of the times we can just check ourselves out right out of the gate by recognizing there's actually no evidence of this. So it's not something I need to be concerning myself with anymore. The next step, the G in ego is grounded. Is this evidence grounded? Is it based in reality? Or is it, as you would say in a courtroom, circumstantial? Let's say that I wave at someone on the street and they don't wave back. Now I might say, see, that person doesn't like me. I have evidence, they didn't wave back. Okay, maybe I've got evidence. But does that evidence actually prove anything? Is it really conclusive? What if that person just didn't see us? Or maybe that person did see us, but they're just having a really, really rough day, or they're really busy. Or I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I've had it happen to me where I see someone wave at me and I don't recognize them right away. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna do anything because I don't wanna be embarrassed. And then like 10 seconds later, I'm like, oh wait, that was someone I know. So are there other explanations? Are there other reasons why this might have been happening? Whatever your evidence is, is it actually grounded in reality or are we taking it to mean something that it doesn't actually mean? Are we using it as circumstantial evidence for something just because it fits a narrative in our head? So we have to make sure our evidence is grounded in reality. So that's the second step for questioning our thoughts. The last step in ego is the O. Even if we've checked evidence and there is evidence and we have it, and even if the evidence is grounded, I mean, let's say it's something really extreme, like the person has straight up told you to your face that they don't like you, right? That evidence is pretty darn grounded. Then we go to the O, which is the opinion. Okay, so I've got the evidence, 
and it's grounded, it's real, it's not just circumstantial, what does my opinion make this to mean for me? What is the story I'm telling myself about this thing? So if the opinion about this person not liking me is that this person doesn't like me, therefore I'm unlikable, that's creating a problem. Or if the opinion is this person doesn't like me, therefore I've done something terrible and I'm a bad person or I, I deserve to not be liked, that's all gonna create problems. But the problem isn't actually that the person doesn't like you. The problem is all the things you're making it mean about them not liking you based on your opinions. So the third step is we question those opinions. Does this thing actually mean what I'm making it to mean or am I blowing it up to mean something a lot worse than it actually is? Maybe this person just doesn't like you. You're just not their preferred flavor. They don't like your brand and maybe that's okay. Not everyone's gonna like you. Maybe it's just one of those people that's not gonna like you and it's just one of those ones we gotta move on from. So this is how we start questioning our thoughts. We try to see if we have actual evidence for what our thoughts are telling us. We see if that evidence is grounded in reality or if it's just made up. And we check our opinions of what that thing would mean for us even if it were true. If we can do those three steps, we start to find out that most of the things we're getting in our head about, that our thoughts start to spiral and feel like our thoughts are controlling us instead of the other way around, we find out that they're either not real, circumstantial at best, or just part of life and they don't actually mean what we're making them mean. And you know what? Maybe in some cases you get through the three steps and you get to the end and it really is as bad as you thought it was. Okay, fine. But at least now we've got something real to deal with. At least now the hard, bad, difficult, whatever circumstance or situation that we're dealing with, our thoughts are accurate towards it, which leads us to a better place of being able to actually solve it. Whereas if we're just spinning out about every little thing and we're not checking these three steps, we're going to end up treating a lot of non-issues like big deals. And we'll be wasting our valuable mental and emotional resources and energy, and then we won't have them left to deal with when a true problem arises. So that's our Therapy Thursday for today. I hope this is helpful to you. Thank you to those who wrote in asking for these kind of tips. If you have any more questions, comments, or concerns, please send me a message on Instagram. I love to get them. And with that, I'll see you next week. Thanks so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this or other episodes of Therapy Thursday, please consider rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to your podcast. It really, really helps us to be able to get this in front of more people. Of course, remember that this is a podcast, not therapy, and it should not replace any treatment by a licensed mental health care professional. And I invite you to follow me along on my Instagram at TJ Counseling for more mental health tips.